This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. San Antonio Spurs Nation. They don't think we're going to make the playoffs. They don't think we're ready. This is a Bucking Spurs podcast. We're always ready in Spurs Nation. They don't understand that the culture, it's self-sustained. There is no stopping it. There is only burying it underground, which no one has been able to do. We're like a nuclear bomb. There is no stopping the destruction that's coming your way. There's no outrunning this, bub. My name is Roberto Trejo Jr. On this episode, we're going to talk a lot about Derek White making the select team all the way to the final roster. Proud of this kid. Go Spurs, go. Then we're going to talk a lot about future episodes for this show, about some ideas off you, and the fact that there's only 34 days till training camp. But first, there's a beat. Just beat. White's doing fantastic, ain't he? He was wearing number 46. His head bounced off the floor. The next time you see him, that six bounced off with that number, and he came back wearing the number four, just like we like Derek White to be. Trey Young wasn't too happy. Spurs Nation is pretty excited about Derek White balling out, um, making the team. Uh, Trey Young reportedly came out and said that when Derek White got moved up that he was like man I, there's some favoritism going on in, in this gym whatever because coach pop is whatever and he decided to leave but the report if I remember correctly was talking about Trey Young getting an eye infection but he was a little salty it seems like he was a little salty towards Derek White that's okay that's okay you know what let me tell you what Trey Young you a fantastic player Trey Young honestly one of my favorite rookies to watch Everyone's anyone who said that Atlanta fucked up by trading Luca for you in the last year's draft. I, I I've been saying they wrong. I think it's perfect fit. I think Trey Young is really good in Atlanta. Luka Doncic is perfect in Dallas. Just makes sense. But if you want to go play against the best players in the world against this against in this level competition, Spurs Nation, are y'all watching these games? I know they're all at weird times and stuff like, uh, you know, I, saw, I woke up to see him play Australia at like 4.30 in the morning or 5 in the morning a couple times, you know, in Canada was was a little bit later. But have you seen this level of basketball? It's tough. Oh, my God. It's like the best, like, like it's, it's like college basketball all over again. You're seeing these defenses that are 
guarding you so tight and hand checking you and bumping you and 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 they're not calling any fouls it's not like the nba where it's like oh you you swiped at the, at the ball and you accidentally touched his finger um foul Beep. no no it, guys if you're not watching fiba basketball and if you're a basketball fan you need to go in there and watch these games because it reminds me of high school basketball i mean i'm a coach and i, I and and i'm telling my guys during athletics right now because you know high school basketball in texas starts uh, in october late october but i'm telling them you guys you guys got to watch these this game because they're making the same mistakes you do they're being guarded tough you know the the help side is there they're taking away the paint it's not like the nba where a player can just get by one defender and there's no help and he gets all the way to the rim right and it's, it's just, that's that's not fiba basketball you're seeing zone defenses that are pretty tough you're seeing pressure defense full court pressure defense trap defenses and um usa is 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 is, is getting their their share fair of bumps along the way um kemba walker looks good donovan mitchell looks good tatum looks good kuzma uh, it ended up being reported that Derek White got his spot after Kuzma had an ankle injury, and that sucks for Kuzma because Kuzma in Australia came out the first time and just was bang, bang, bang. He went like three for four from the three-point line, and that fourth shot that he missed was actually from half court. So I like Kuzma. I think I think Kuzma's you know he, he he's a hell of a player, Spurs type guy, right? Underrated, works hard, has a lot of development to do, but if he does it can be a great player right so i'm looking forward to him whatever so he went down i was a little sad right but but Derek white was there so Derek white gets to sneak in that roster and i'm i've been saying it since the beginning i'm like guys i don't understand what you know everyone was dropping out of team usa everybody was dropping out saying they want to go work on their game whatever blah 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 and that's fine but marcus smart stuck around marcus smart never left and he was injured and we kept him around and we didn't cut him or whatever and that made me feel like we had plans for Marcus Smart on this team and it turns out that we did that he actually got uh, he actually got named one of the captains of Team USA that's awesome it's because he's character guy like I said in the last pod he came out and said it's not in his blood it's not in his nature to go ahead and 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 walk out of a commitment that he made with team usa so you know what you know pop who's in charge pop and what are we all about character so we're like you know what we want to take this guy with us on the road um so Derek white right let's let's get into our guy now uh d white white out shout out spurs wave white out so Derek white came in under the radar I'm sure Coach Pop and they were like, "Hey, uh, do you mind coming in and playing with like these third string guys, this the select team to just give our 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 top you know 15 guys some run, our top 12 guys some run in the gym during practice?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." And Derek White put on a show. Jeff Van Gundy was talking about it, so he he over he over uh, he what was was he uh, he overproduced right? He overshowed. Uh, from what we were expecting him to do when he came into the gym, which is no surprise to us, right? But uh, the media outlets were like, "What? Who? The Derek White? Okay, um, all right, whatever." So he makes now. This is what I want to talk about: his slow grind, the slow grind through these games, through these scrimmage games. Okay, so who have we played? We played Spain. We've played Australia twice. We've played Canada. Didn't play against Spain. 
He didn't play at all against Bain. Darren Fox has taken up a lot of those minutes. It seems like this team that we're going to take to USA wants to play with three forwards. It's like you might start off with Kemba Walker and Donovan Mitchell, but for the majority of the game, you're going to see all these different types of lineups that have either Kemba at the point or Donovan Mitchell at the point. And then you'll have three forwards out there like Barnes, Tatum, uh, Joe Harris, right? You'll have and then and then a big uh, Miles Turner or Plumlee. I don't I don't know. So so we'll see. So I was like, oh man, dude, this if this is the way we're going, and there's not really a lot of guard minutes to go around anyways. I was like, oh man, I thought Derek was gonna make had a really good shot of making this team because we all know our guy. I take Derek White over any of those dudes, you know. I mean, yeah, Kemble Walker's an all-star scoring machine, and Donovan Mitchell's a second-year um, future all-star, you know, in this league, and he's learning a lot. And there was a report that came out today that Pop is pushing, pushing. Mitchell, get better at defense. And you could tell, dude, Mitchell's all about it. Mitchell is all about that USA on the front of his chest. All right, so Derek White doesn't play against Spain. The second game versus the first game against Australia, he comes in to get some scrub minutes here and there. Uh, two, two minutes. Two minutes, he has a steal. Off that same steal, he comes around, drops a dime, gets easy bucket. So he picks up a steal and an assist really quick, right? Positive positive then he comes down takes a force three um misses it so he goes 0 for 1 from the three-point line and that's pretty much all we see of Derek white and again oh my god i'm stressing out i'm like man okay so he didn't play against spain fuck i got up like a fucking so early to see that shit no the one against australia he only played two minutes against australia and again i'm like shit i got up at 4 30 for this but you know what <coughs> i'm all about seeing patty mills our boy patty mills oh my god dude have y'all Man, if you're a fan of the game of basketball, and if you're one of those people who just who loves basketball but hates the NBA because the way the style of play is, or the the, the way the superstars get all these ticky tack fouls and, and then go to the free throw line all the time or whatever, and that's if that's part if that's what you hate from this game, and you want to see just some really competitive basketball, oh my God, watch these games. Watch Australia. Go back and watch USA play against Australia. Both games. Because Australia, bro, oh my god. Those guys can freaking play. I mean, of course, they've been playing forever. That's a group. Our group right now is a bunch of these young guys that haven't played together like ever. They've only been playing together for a few weeks, I want to say, um, since training camp started. I'm, I'm sure they've been playing you know, you know how USA basketball works. They have like their main team, then they have like their junior team, then they have like their 19 and under team, then they have like their 15 under team, whatever. They they were grooming basketball players every summer in USA basketball. USA basketball doesn't just happen. Everyone, you know, that when we're right before FIBA. No, this is a culture thing, right? It's a culture thing that we've had already for a while. Shout out to Coach Trzewski, uh, right from Duke, uh, for establishing all this stuff. But anyways. We're a young team who's still trying to figure each other out. You can see that on the floor. There's turnovers. We haven't even talked about Canada yet, but they have, oh my God, like 15 turnovers against Canada. Still one by 20. But I don't, I don't see anyone on Canada that, that uh, plays in the NBA. And they have quite a few players, so I guess those players just didn't show out this, this summer. Anyways, Australia. Oh my God! You got Patty Mills, Andrew Bogut. You got Joe Ingles. Uh, you have Dilladova, 
and you have like three or four other guys that I think might be on NBA rosters. I'm not sure. And then the rest of the guys play um, in either the Australian Australia league. I just I, watching those games. I I learned that you know Australia has a professional basketball league, and it's supposedly supposedly one of the best leagues in the world, top three, top five, or I don't know, top ten. I don't know, know what it's supposed to be one of the better ones. Um, and like Andrew Bogut's like a god there, <laughs> and so. Um, Australia, they've played together for so long, and they're all these NBA guys, and that core of those, you know, four or five players that I was talking about, those guys have played together for so long. I mean, I don't know how many FIBA runs they've already had, Olympic runs they've already had, you know, and so the way that they play, the way they pass and cut and pass and cut and pass and cut, it reminds me of, of, of Golden State basketball. Um, the way that the way that they they utilize the handoff, the way they use utilize the back door, the way that they use utilize the give and go. I mean, we want to talk about Spurs basketball. Spurs basketball, it's a lot of ball movement, um, feel you know good spacing, pass, and then and then you know keep it moving, keep body movement happening, keep the ball moving. Right, that's that's more San Antonio basketball. We set we execute on offense, but we don't run a lot of those actions. You know, it's like. Golden State would have that, you know, they, they, Steph Curry passes it to Draymond Green. Um, he comes around for a handoff, doesn't get it. You know what I mean? And then Draymond, uh, Draymond Green takes two dribbles and hands it off to, to Clay and then rolls to the basket, right? And then Clay hits him on the pick and roll. And then Draymond catches that ball and then boom, finds Steph Curry out there in the corner. It's like, oh shit, we forgot about Steph Curry, right? They run a lot of, run a lot of those type of actions. And Australia did it, did it perfectly in both games. I mean, yeah, we won in, in game one. Um, Australia, see, we played two different games <laughs> from our first game against the Aussies to the second game against the Aussies. Uh, USA showed two different styles, uh, two different lineup changes. I mean, like, the lineups were different from game to game. So, to me, this is Pop saying, like, hey, you know, we might know who we want to be in the starting lineup, and we might know who's going to be getting majority of these minutes. But that doesn't mean that we have to let the world know right now. So you know what? We're going to put this starting lineup in in game one. We're going to put another starting lineup in game two. You're like, Harrison Barnes really didn't play either in that first game against the Aussies. And then he started the next game. I think Kemba Walker came off the bench in the second game too. You know, And they started Marcus Smart. And they wanted to get Marcus Smart some run. So you got to understand that this is a process. I don't think um, those games are an indicator exactly of what we got going on behind the scenes there in USA basketball. But at the at very least, we know we're competitive. And Coach Pop was right saying that the Aussies are a real threat in this tournament, in this FIBA tournament. And they should be taken seriously. Because holy crap, man, they can ball and they play. They know each other so well. Um, so let's get back to Derek White. Okay, so we're gonna, you know, I'm going off on tangents, but I know y'all, I know y'all, y'all, y'all with me. Um, Derek White played in that first game, two minutes, and that was it. Okay, in the second game against Australia, he got some more run. Um, it seems like he's coming in at the four minute mark of the second quarter. Um, that's kind of when he's going to be checking in the game. I mean, that's what he, that's what he did in that game, and I believe that's what he did against Canada. So he's getting that third string point guard treatment, and he's probably only playing around eight to ten minutes a game, which is fine. Um, that eight to ten minutes is perfect. That's that's I, mean, I, I don't I'm trying to be unbiased here. I want Derek to play the whole freaking game, <laughs> you know, because I want to see our guy out there. 
and but hey we got Kemba Walker on the team we got Donovan Mitchell on the team you know we we're, we're good we're good we got Marcus Smart on the team and as much as in my my Spurs way and the blood in my that's flowing through my veins wants to say oh Derek White is better than than Marcus Smart bro at the point eh, hands down oh he's better than Donovan Mitchell at the point guard position whatever uh, Kemba Walker yeah he's good he's an all star but he's been on a shitty team he hasn't done anything with Charlotte Charlotte's never even, they've only gone to the playoffs like once and blah blah blah. You know, I can get into that mode, but that's not what this is about. This isn't about the I. It's about the we. This is about USA. This is about the red, white, and blue. And I'm going to put all my biases aside. And you know what? I take Kemba. Kemba's great. Play Kemba. Play Marcus Smart. He's a hell of a defender. He makes things happen on both ends of the floor. And Donovan Mitchell is just a stud. That guy is just a stud. Can do it all. Penetrate. Shoot. Um, he's getting so good on defense and I'm just, that's, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. If he gets better and better, <laughs> it's like, we're going to have to deal with his ass in Utah, right? Uh, next season. Um, and Utah is going to be tough. And if they weren't already tough, they added a few uh, pieces this year, but you know what? Derek White comes into game two and he gets a little bit more run. And if you guys go to YouTube and go to a Bucking Spurs podcast on YouTube, I posted a, a, like a little highlight reel on Derek. And most of the highlights come from Game 2 against the Aussies and uh, the, the game against Canada, right? Because that's where he got most of his tick. Um, it's funny how he bounced his head off uh, the floor in Game 2. And then, like, after that game, they're like, Derek White makes the final roster. <laughs> it's like, it's like it's some good news. I was a little bit worried. Nobody was talking about Derek White's face bouncing off the floor. Oh, my God. It was dirty. He kind of got tripped up on his own feet. I don't want to put it all on whoever it was who kind of like maybe bumped him a little bit on the back with a little soft touch i mean he's going he's dribbling down the floor a little soft touch on your lower back can 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 yes that can throw you off balance but he kind of gets tripped up on his feet and then pow his face bounces off and then um he, he leaves the game um uh, but in that game let's talk about it he didn't guard del dova or patty you know he was playing the point guard for us but you know who he was guarding? What I know, who I noticed he was guarding the majority of the time when he was in the game was Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles plays a small forward position. He's tall. He's an NBA vet, and he can shoot. And Derek White made his life hell. If you go to that video that I mentioned a little while ago, you can see Derek White ding his ass up, guarding him full court, making him turn a few times. Every time he uh, Joe Ingles had the ball and made a pass, Derek White was swiping at that ball like, oh, almost like, oh, almost got you, almost got you, almost got a hand on that ball. And whenever Joe Ingles was playing off ball, they were trying to get Joe Ingles going because honestly, he did not play that good. And I'm not saying, oh, that's all Derek ding him up, Derek White deed him up and shut him down. No, because Derek didn't play all that much, and Joe Ingles played almost the whole game. Um, so I think Joe Ingles is kind of going through a little slump right now, but that's fine. They play so good together that I think Australia is going to be okay. Um, but Derek White was able to fight through screens. He was able to chase to, to go on. Like he, he was communicating well on the defensive end. Um, he is ready to go. He's ready to go. Uh, Derek White impressed me a lot being able to guard a bigger player. And look, next season, DeJounte is probably going to be guarding the point guard. And Derek White's going to be able to guard. That, that tells me that Derek White can stay in front of small guards. He can stay in front of small forwards. And there was a few times that he got posted up on the block against Canada and held his own, held his own, right? So 
that game showed me a lot about Derek White's defense. Um, now, the main game that Derek White got a lot of run in was against Canada. So at this point, before the game, you know, the, Can the game against Canada, I wasn't sure if Derek White was going to play. But in the video that I'm talking about that I that I cut together, it took a little bit of time. Um, I was doing it while I was teaching these young kids about elements and atoms and that the nucleus is full of protons and, and neutrons. And I know we're getting all anyways um, <laughs> while I'm teaching this classroom, I'm, I'm I'm editing a video. Don't 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 quote me on that. Uh, don't tell my principal I'm gonna get in trouble. But because I should be teaching bell to bell anyways. Derek White's tough as nails. That's that's what's on the video. It's, it's, it's he's tough as nails. Because if you see him take that hit, oh my God, it's, it's it's a nasty hit. And when he comes back against Canada, he's got like a big old swollen eye. Um, he's got a big old bandage on his on his head. Um, I thought maybe he was gonna. I thought maybe he got concussed because it took him a while to get off the floor. So I was like, ah, Derek White's not gonna play. But he's tough as nails. And and in that, in that video, you see him take screens. You t you see him fall on the ground. You see him just be aggressive on the defensive end. So now we're going up against Canada. And I'm like, okay, well, Canada doesn't have all their studs playing. I don't recognize any of these dudes. We should have this down. It wasn't that much of a blowout. I know we won by 20, but it wasn't, you know, I mean, I mean the, you know how blowouts, blowout games usually happen. A team gives you a fight for a quarter, maybe two quarters, but they they just can't run with you the whole game, and and that's what happened against Canada. But Derek White made lunch meat out of those guards. Man, look at the video. Go to YouTube. Go check it out. It's on my Instagram too. It's cut up into four pieces. It's on Twitter also. It's, you know, because the length, the video is only a minute long, right? So it's like three and a half minutes. So I, I broke the video down in a few videos. But Derek White, man, going over screens, going under screens. Um, like, like this is all one defensive possession. Catch me on this. He's guarding ball, right? Gives up the, his, his, uh, the guy he, he's guarding, right? The player he's guarding has the ball, gives it up. He chases him over a screen. Then he switches with someone else and then goes underneath the screen and then ends up on ball again on some, some other, some other guy now. And then that guy tries to take Derek off the dribble. Derek beats him to the paint, makes him kick out to another guy. And then when that guy gets the ball and attacks the paint, Derek's there and he's swiping at the ball, causing turnovers. It's like, dude, Derek White was all over this defensive possession. And that, Trey Young, is why Derek made the team. Because he can do shit like that on the defensive end that maybe Trey Young can't do. I don't even remember if I finished talking about Trey Young earlier. Anyways, he's he's a good player. I like Trey Young. But the reason why Trey, Derek, was maybe stepping up on you is because not only can Derek put the ball in the basket because he can he doesn't look to do it every time he can defend I mean Trey Young is kind of small and I feel in this game in FIBA he might be too small right and he's not an all-star like Kemba Walker who has the strength and the age a little bit more um uh, a little bit more strength behind his offensive skill set, right? Where Trey Young is young, he needs a few years to develop. Uh, Derek White can, because let me tell you, man, these guys get all up in your jock, man. These guys are guarding you hip to hip, and you're not getting calls. So if you're one of those players in modern NBA who who leans on getting these calls and going to the free throw line, this 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 isn't. I mean, look 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 at our guards. Look, Marcus Marcus Smart short stocky or not short i mean i'm short right but you know marcus smart is a smaller guard right but a uh, stockier huskier 
thick, girthier frame. I would say the same for Donovan Mitchell. Shorter, stockier, big frame. Donovan's getting a lot bigger. I mean, he came into the league um, with a good size on him, but after last season, he's gotten bigger. And as of right now, if you look at him, he's he's getting some size on him too. Kemba Walker, small guard. There's a third small guard um, who's strong, who's a veteran, has that veteran strength. He's a lot older. He's not going to get bullied around by anybody. He's an all-star in the NBA. Um, and then, but see, and, and then you got Derek White. And Derek White's like the tallest guard on this team. Yeah, standing at 6'4", 6'5", and Derek White's legs look huge. Derek White's arms look big. His hair is, is poofy and waving and bouncing up and down the court. Derek White just more suited is more suited for this game. Okay, so against Canada, Derek White was just all over the floor, man. And so, like, he was on, he was ma- causing things, to, he was making things happen on the defensive end. He was ter- he was creating turnovers and then taking those turnovers and either di- dropping dimes for the assist back on the other end, or he was going all the way to the rim on the other end. Uh, so there's 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 that. Okay, I mean Derek White's had a hell of a run. Derek White has been earning every step that he takes. I mean, come, I mean, come on, guys. Spurs Nation, stand up for this guy. Give him a shout-out. Give him a shout-out on Twitter, on Instagram. He's on He's on both those. How much he, he gets on it, who knows? Probably not that much. But this is what I want Spurs Nation to do. Okay? Before our first game, I believe it's September 3rd against the Czech Republic. Get all up in Derek White's DMs. Congratulate him. Support him. Tell him that Spurs Nation is watching. Spurs Nation has his back. And that we're cheering him on. If he plays or doesn't play, it doesn't matter. Let him know that we're proud of his ass. Alright? Derek White, proud of you, kid. Uh, He's balling out. Balled out last year. And our our main goal is to keep this kid healthy. And we'll take that all this experience. And we'll take it into uh, into the next season. Right for Spurs Nation. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Brian, what do I love? Fantasy football. I do love fantasy football, but what else do I love? Uh, making money. I love winning money, but no, no, no. Well, that's not what I'm thinking of. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know. Sundays. I love Sundays, and I'm not talking ice cream, ladies and gentlemen. And if you love playing fantasy football. You need to check out the FTLS Fantasy Football Podcast with myself and Johnny Bats over here. Find us on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. And as always, check out all of our work at www.ftlsunday.com. Look forward to winning with you all year. So there's a little bit of news. If you haven't noticed, this pod is a little bit different. Um... Very humbled, very excited about the opportunity that got presented to me about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Um, I got hit up by the Big Heads Podcast Network to join their podcast network and be the official exclusive San Antonio Spurs podcast for their network and you know i went on to their website which you guys should go to bigheadsmedia.com um you can go to sports basketball and you can find my podcast link there and you can find all my episodes there and um and you can just scroll through there and i think that you know i was as i was considering this um decision i 
I thought about it for a few days and I was looking all through their website and through their podcast. I really love what they got going on there. They got um, a lot of other sports teams podcasts going up on there. They have a lot of goals that were, we, we, we talked on the phone about their goals and, and they want to expand on, on the coverage that they have for, for sports, but they don't have, just have sports. They have, um, you know, pop culture, music, uh, art, movies, reviews. They have history podcasts. They have, they have all types of podcasts on that channel. And, and I think that's what drew me to them um, and really pushed me over the line to say, you know what, let's do it. I like what they got going on because I'm going to have a few other podcasts coming out soon um, where I'm, I'll be hosting those with by myself or, or, or with, uh, with a co-host. Um, producing a couple podcasts as well and we're gonna be able to collaborate and all that so big shout out to big heads podcast network you can go and find all their podcasts at bigheadsmedia.com um i'm excited for that all right spurs nation i appreciate you this year i've been doing this for about a year now and it's because of you guys that are listening right now that i even got this opportunity that 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 i even got noticed but hey from the get-go, I told you, I did this for Spurs Nation. I was I was born and raised Spurs fan, and uh, there's one thing that that I can do very well and do it all day, nonstop, and that's talk Spurs basketball. Um, we're cut from a different cloth. We hold ourselves up to a higher standard. I know you do too. Spurs Nation does, um, and Spurs Nation isn't just in Texas. It's all over the world. It's global. Um, so shout out to Spurs Nation all over the place for for supporting a bucking Spurs podcast. Okay, we're gonna take a our last break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about who my favorite player is that wore number thirty four for the Spurs. There's thirty four days till camp. Who's the favorite Spur in that jersey, number thirty four? Uh, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. And we're also gonna talk a lot about um, what's gonna be coming in the future for a Booking Spurs podcast. Some podcast ideas that I'm gonna bounce off you guys. Let me know if you all like them, and, and I'm, I'm really excited to do these. I've been thinking about them a lot, um, so stay tuned. We're gonna talk about all that and more uh, after this break. Hi everyone, this is Clint. This is Ross. This is Joel. This is Cutter. This is Tony. From three beers in. A proud member of Big Heads Media Network. Each episode we review local Austin craft beer and talk about... Clove and Bananas. References I don't get. And Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. So tune in. Crack open a beer. And hang out with us. Find us on BigHeadsMedia.com. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. Or on ThreeBeersInPodcast.com. This is the podcast. Now, let's talk a little bit more Spurs basketball. There's 34 days till training camp. 34 days from now. Guys, what the? That's fast. We're going to get these USA games through the first two weeks of September. And we're going to be left with about, I don't know, 20 days, you know, 22 days, 17 days, somewhere in there. After we're done with seeing Derek White play, so we're going to get our Spurs fix. By watching Derek White and Team USA and Coach Pop. Am I leaving out Coach Pop and all this? I got to give Coach Pop a lot of of cred. And Patty Mills too. 
that game against Australia, Patty Mills dropped 30 on our asses. And he just lit up in that fourth quarter. And we saw that 2011, 2012 uh, Patty Mills that that led the Olympic, uh, the Olympic tournament in scoring. He just came out. It was so, so he just killed us. Oh, man. It was so cool. The pop was like, yeah, yeah we're going to trade his ass. He's already traded, you know, or whatever. And, you know, we're just, he's just joking, man. It's just so, it's just it's so humbling to see pop and interact with patty and stuff like outside of the spurs um gym and, and you know without the spurs on the chest and it just shows how deep their connection really is that they can joke around with each other and they can laugh and and uh, be competitive at the same time that's that's relationship there um so shout out to patty for doing his thing um this olympic tournament is going to be a lot of fun 34 days until training camp who's my favorite player that ever wore the number 34. This is something we're going to be doing. Check out my Instagram. I'm going to be posting some of my favorite players that wore the number of how many days there are left. So tomorrow, number 33. Check out my Instagram or on my Twitter. I mean, I, I know I know. there's been an, a few 33s that have been out there. We'll see which one I pick for tomorrow. But today, let's talk about today. 34 days. There was two that came to mind. Spurs Nation. They're both kind of they're both kind of old, right? No one's worn 34 in a little while. Um, okay, so it came down to two. There were some honorable mentions like Derek White, uh, not Derek White, uh, James White. Y'all remember James White? James White was this guy that was like making these highlight um, videos of like doing a between the legs dunk from the free throw line. He played for us for a little while. <laughs> he played for with us for a little while. He was cool. Um, he was more like for the culture uh, type player. Uh, but there's two guys that wore number 34 for Spurs Nation. You know who they are? Take a second. Let me see. Who wore 34 for the Spurs? Hmm. 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 Well, there's Antonio McDice. He played with us for about two seasons. And we did we caught him at the end of his career as we do most most you know most players. Um, to me, he's the guy. I love Mc, Antonio McDice, man. When he played for Detroit, oh my God, dude, killed us. He killed us. He's such a killer. He was a mid-range bucket, twenty-four-seven every time he was on the on the floor. He had that shot down. I wonder what his what his percentage is of a of a mid-range jumper. Um, I'm sure it's probably close to 50%, definitely over 40. Um, and then the other two guys that wore number 34, Terry Cunnings, Cummings, Terry Cummings, averaged 16.4 points, played with us for about four or five seasons. Um, and these are guys that played during the 80s and in the, in the, in the mid-90s, right? So that's kind of before my time. Mike Mitchell might be another guy. These are two guys that wore 34 that got buckets uh, terry cummings averaged about 16 a game and mike mitchell averaged 19 a game and so mike mitchell was a little bit also probably like in the in the 80s and 90s so that's before my time so just i just want to give those two guys a shout out for for you know spurs nation is older than i am right so terry cunnings cummings and mike mitchell shout out but i'm gonna have to go with antonio mcdice 34 days 34 days till training camp tomorrow uh 33 days let me just give you a preview James White. Oh, did I say he wore number 34? Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> my bad. He wore number 33. James White, our guy that played with us for one season last year, Dante Cunningham. Hey, he came up kind of clutch, right? We we ended up needing him when we didn't think we were going to need him, and he stepped up. 
but the two main ones, 33, I mean, come on. The big croissant, Boris Dio. And then Antonio Daniels, who still reps the Spurs and is on Fox Sports Southwest. And whenever there's like a Spurs take to be made on the major network, sometimes Antonio Daniels sneaks in there and drops his opinion. So that's cool for, for Antonio Daniels. Uh, I'll announce who, who my favorite 33 is tomorrow. We'll get into that. All right, so a couple episodes that are going to be coming up soon. I'm going to do a Tony Parker tribute um, on an upcoming episode. I'm going to do a should the rookies play in Austin or San Antonio if both was not an option. I think that's a question that I have a different opinion on than most people. A lot of people want them to play in Austin, and I think there's some there's, there, there, we, need to, we need to question that on some of these young guys. Um, of course, Austin's not a bad idea. But if the option of both was taken off the table, because we know they're going to come up and down. We're going to talk all about that in an upcoming episode. Uh, we're going to do an impact rating episode with Trey Lyles and Damari Carroll. Because, guys, don't sleep. Don't sleep. We just we just picked up Trey Lyles, 25-year-old uh, lottery pick. And Damari Carroll, who's one of the best 3 and D guys out there. We just picked up those two guys, dude. So what? I mean, dude. Like, I know we're all hyped on these rookies. We're all hyped on these rookies. But we have these two guys that are coming into the mix that are Spurs character guys, and that are gonna play. Right. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that on a future episode. I feel like Marco Bellinelli's kind of being left out, hanging out to dry, um, in all this Spurs media, and, and we're talking a lot about Lonnie Walker and Brent Forbes and. And, um, you know, the, all the guards that we have on this roster and Marco Bellinelli is one of those guards. I feel like he needs to get some love um, because I love Marco and he plays. He is Spurs basketball personified, cuts, moves, passes, moves all the time, doesn't stop moving. Um, so if you're a young shooter out there and you're listening or you or you have a kid that you want to be a good shooter, don't don't teach him fucking don't teach him. Dude, listen to me. If you have a kid. And you want him to be a great shooter in this game. Don't show him Steph Curry highlights. Don't show him that because he's not. Okay, I'm sorry to tell you this, but there's like an 80% chance, 95% chance that your kid's not going to make it to the NBA. Steph Curry wasn't doing Steph Curry things in, in, in Davidson. He was good. He showed flashes, but he didn't play like that. It's because the game's different. Oh my God, show this kid, show your son or daughter footage of Marco Bellinelli catching, moves, sprinting to the spot, always having the hands ready to shoot. Every time he catches the ball and can't pull a shot, he gives it up and moves or gets it back and moves, pump fake every time. Um, Doesn't do anything fancy. How many times do you see Marco Bellinelli finish at the rim? How many times? Because he knows his skill set. And he's a master at his skill set. So have your kids watch Marco Bellinelli. Um, or maybe I just won't. I don't know. Well, or don't. Or don't. And have have your kid, you know, you know, on ball his life just in this AAU circuit just doing all this nonsense. Um, and then I want to do a talking favorite Spurs moments of 2010-2019. Um, this decade is coming up to an end. And... We've had a lot of ups and downs. We've had a lot of memorable moments. Um, I'm going to break down probably my top 10 moments of the decade. Um, You might be surprised by some of these, and some of them you might not be. 
um but we'll get into that later okay this episode has been a lot of fun big shout out to big heads media podcast network you can go to bigheadsmedia.com and find my podcast link and feed there um you can also follow and subscribe on itunes and and spotify and soundcloud iHeartRadio and stitcher make sure that you're sharing your rating guys go down and leave a comment about this episode what y'all think um about this episode leave a comment below um make sure to find us on instagram twitter and youtube i drop a lot of special spurs content on that stuff pictures videos i'll cut down some tape do some film some film review on some of these guys uh i love to break down film i'm a coach it's what i do so some i love doing that for for spurs nation too there's a lot of things that i see i feel like you know you're not going to catch anywhere else you're going to catch offensive highlights you know, for the most part, but if you actually want to see how the Spurs are actually playing and how they're playing on the defensive side of the ball, and um, uh, I can break all that stuff down, and that's what I do for y'all too on 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 all those channels. So make sure that you subscribe and you go and you find me on on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Mostly on Instagram. I want to do more YouTube stuff for you. My goal this season is to do more YouTube stuff for you guys, um, and amongst other things, stay uh, keep your head. Uh, Keep your ears low to the ground for other podcasts that I'll be uh, starting soon. Um, big shout out to Spurs Nation. Big shout out to Derek White. We're proud of you. Go Team USA. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun over these next few weeks. Spurs Nation, go out and support Derek. Get at his Twitter handles and his Instagram handles. Just show him a lot of love. Um, all that coming your way and more here at Bucky Spurs Podcast. Go Spurs, go.